What's goody, what's goody, Anchor? It's 7 million. Welcome back to another episode. Please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at 7spencer, S-C-V-I-N-S-P-N-C-R, once I get back up and running. I'm currently recording this episode while I'm getting ready for work. I'm in the, I'm in the tub, child. Um, bathing myself. Because it's kind of hard to record the episode while I have shower water running. You know, you wouldn't be able to hear shit. So I decided to record this episode while I'm in the tub so I can bathe and get ready and do what I need to do and talk at the same motherfucking time. So I wanted to take this episode to congratulate some bad ass bitches. Bitches that I personally admire that I am fans of now this ain't got shit to do with no fucking dancing okay I'm talking about real badass bitches real warriors real gangster ass bitches this is what the fuck this episode is about this ain't got shit to do with no fucking two-stepping Ooh. <laughs> so Number one on the fucking list, even though I know this was a character, but Hunty, I don't give a fuck, is, what's her name, Beatrix, Beatrix Kiddo, Uma Thornton, the role she played in Kill Bill, listen, Oh, my vagina doesn't hurt anymore. I forgot I was supposed to mention that to keep you guys updated with that process. So, Uma Thornton as the role Beatrix Kiddo is a fucking badass, gangster-ass, savage-ass bitch. And when I tell you I love this movie so fucking much, I think it came... I think it came from my earlier years even though kill bill came out when i was young i don't know i was probably like uh, eight or nine when kill bill came out y'all let me know what year it was and then i'll tell you my exact age any fucking way during my younger years i was taken advantage of so much i was a toss around like a carton of cigarettes in prison anyway I fell in love with the character to see a woman so strong, to see a woman so in control. She wasn't taking no shit. She was going to fucking put hands and feet on anybody that decided to play with her. And I fell in love with this fucking role to the point where I was watching this movie on a weekly basis. I fell in love with it. Seeing a person so strong, so in control, not taking no shit, and very skillful no matter what the fuck it was. Swords, uh, motherfucking gunplay, hand play, feet play, whatever the fuck it was. This was a badass bitch. And I'm like, damn. Like, when I get older, I want to be like that. Not into the sense of I want to be killing people, you know what I'm saying? like that I just wanted to 
never be weak again. That's that's what I wanted. That was my ultimate goal when I got old enough. I didn't want to be weak anymore. I didn't want people to take advantage of me sexually or physically. I wanted to be strong. So she is a character I fucking greatly looked up to and the names on that fucking list got dealt with please don't play with her bitch was slain in fucking one and two now the only person that was getting with her a little bit was fucking gogo okay gogo the um the little girl in that catholic school uniform Mind you, this bitch had probably never ever been to school, but she wanted the uniform. Okay, we we gonna let you have that since you so fucking crazy and gotta play dress up to kill you. Cause we we gonna let you have that. So anyway, Gogo was the only one that was getting with her, and I don't give a fuck what nobody has to say. Gogo almost killed the bitch. Okay, if she didn't find that piece of wood with nails in it, her ass would have been out of here period anyway that goes out to Uma Thornton now the next even though I know these are all fucking roles I know this but the role that they played and the way they played it and how it was played so fucking well left a imprint in my fucking mind next will be Lucy Lou what was her character name in Kill Bill Damn. Was it Mistress? What the fuck was her name? I can't remember. Um, anyways, to watch her mother and father get brutally murdered, and don't get me wrong, her father did put up a fight and he did kill and he did kill a lot of people that was coming in the room. He was putting hands, feet, knuckles, elbows, toenail clippings. He was Get putting in that motherfucking work period but as a child to see your parents brutally murdered and you finally get your revenge as a fucking nine or ten year old because the nigga is a pedophile it was seeing it was seeing a woman in charge it was seeing it was seeing how strong they were how like most of the women in this will be probably from Kill Bill and then also some other gangsta ass bitches as well. But to see that, to see you running shit, you in charge, people have to report to you. It's like something that I admire so much because like I said in my younger years, I was so weak. So when I got older, I devout that I vowed that I wouldn't be that way. I wouldn't be weak anymore. So I admired it. I admired it so much to see these bitches with gunplay, swordplay, handplay, so so many different things where they're strong. They're they're strong. They badass fucking bitches. Next on my fucking list will definitely be. Damn, why I can't call the name? Uh, on Harlem Nights, Vera. Vera, that's that's her name, Vera. Vera was a fucking badass bitch. And the simple fact that she already had gray hair and was up in age and fucking niggas up with stilettos on, you have to give it to her. 
You have you have to. You have to give it to her. Vera is a fucking badass bitch. But at the time of Harlem Nights, it was portraying like the 1920s, the 1930s. I think it stopped at like 1938 or some shit like that. Like the last year that they were portraying. And at that time, women had to be tough like that. They had to be. They had to know how to fight. They had to know how to shoot a gun. They had to know how to carry a knife. It was so it was so many different elements um at that time. Women had to be strong like that to protect themselves from the police, to protect themselves from their husbands acting like they wanted to fight. So Vera, with her being the um the madam and in charge of the girls, this was actually it was a lot of history going on in Harlem Night, and um I don't know if a lot of people peep the history of that, you know um the Harlem Renaissance and shit like that. Like Eddie Mur Eddie Murphy had a lot of history going on in Harlem Nights, even though it was very entertaining, it was very funny, but it was a lot of history being taught in that movie. And I idolized Vera because I knew from my earlier years of reading, women had to be strong like that. Like even in the color purple, Sophia was strong as a bitch. Miss ain't want no smoke with her. She was fucking hoppo up. Okay? Sophia was fucking motherfuckers up. Men, women, anybody that felt like they wanted to rumble, Sophia was with the fucking shits. But at that time, it wasn't uncommon for a woman to be like that. But in Vera's situation, it was also showing, like, I'm in charge of the girls. I don't do what the fuck you asking me to do. I do what I want to do. And if you feel like you got a problem, we going to throw fucking hands. And at first, I can tell in the movie that she was just kind of playing with Quick a little bit to see what kind of work he had. Then once she saw that, she politely fucked his ass up with a three-piece. He was on his fucking back. Period. And you know, then he had to shoot her in the pinky toe. To, to, <laughs> to get up off of him. Because she would have still been fucking his ass up. So, Vera is definitely one. Um, next would be... Griselda Blanco. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as... A woman in charge running a full operation made billions off of, you know, um, pimped out as a child, a child prostitute at like eight and nine years old and decided, you know, that she was going to start running shit. And she did that. You know, the mind is a powerful thing. You know, the mind, the mind is powerful. So her, and then all of the ladies from Charlie's Angels, um, just because even though they were fucking badass and shit like that, like they, they were with the shits. They were with the shits, especially Dylan. Dylan was my favorite one because Dylan was a weed smoker, cigarette smoker, all that type of shit. Dylan didn't give a fuck. So she was my favorite one, which we know her real name is Drew Barrymore. 
I I like to give credit, you know, what credit is due. And these are some women that I definitely, definitely um, look up to. Stephanie St. Clair, she was a, a badass bitch. You know, um, Harriet Tubman was a fucking gangstress, gangster as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, Harriet Tubman was carrying the pistols on the ankles, nigga. She was with the shits. Um, Harriet Tubman, of course. I'm talking about, like, women in history that I actually know was throwing hands and they didn't go down without a fight. I'm talking about, like, real gangsters really throwing hands, really fucking niggas up, really, like, really snatching motherfuckers by the collar. That's who I'm talking about. And Harry Tugman is definitely number one on the list because at the time frame that she was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, Harriet Tubman, of course. And, um, I feel like, I feel like I'm missing one. Not a hundred percent sure. I feel like I'm feel like I'm missing one. This episode was kind of last minute because I just dropped another episode, dropped the episode before this, and then I was like, while I was sitting in the tub, I was thinking like, yo, let me try to knock out another one. So then, if I don't have a chance to record tomorrow, I already got two out the way. But these are women that I definitely looked up to. Um, definitely inspired by um i'm trying to think there was another badass bitch like a warrior type i'm trying to think can't call a name right now um why i am inspired by them is definitely because they throw hands and they don't take no shit and that's my favorite part, the throwing hands part. The ones that throw hands and don't take no fucking shit. So, I'm trying to think. It was it was another one. Um, Bonnie. Bonnie. Bonnie wasn't necessarily throwing hands, but she did know how to hold the gun, and that's fucking good enough. As long as you ain't shaking with shaking like a stripper with the shit, okay. So, Bonnie from Bonnie and Clyde, you know, um, this is like all like 1910, 1920 and shit like that. I think they were gunned down, I want to say maybe at the end of 1920s or maybe it was in the 1930s. I'm not 100% sure. Y'all know my fucking math be off. But anyway, none the fucking less. Bonnie was in charge of the whole operation. She was telling Clyde what the fuck to do. And that I respect, you know? She had a goal. She tried to live her life right, but things weren't necessarily going as planned. And she felt like, and she felt like the life of crime was going to work out better. So that's what the fuck she did. Can't be mad at a nigga chasing the dream, you know? Now, Clyde... I don't remember him throwing hands either because is when I saw the documentary on 
lifetime he got raped in prison so if he was throwing hands obviously he wasn't throwing them good enough so they just decided guns is left effort you know what i'm saying as long as your fucking index finger work nigga you can you in motion any fucking way so bonnie and oh yeah camilla camilla vargas now i don't know camilla vargas um full story or was it the other one camilla vargas no 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 it's camilla it's camilla vargas from uh queen of the south now when she had that prison fight and she fucked both of them bitches up at the same damn time. You a gangster ass bitch. One thing I fucking love is a bitch that can defend herself and hold her own. You can be pretty. You can be cute. You can do all that fucking shit. Okay? But when it's time to throw motherfucking hands, feet, toenails, elbows, knuckles, braces, whatever the fuck. I need you to know how to do that okay so i give a lot of credit to camilla vargas and you can definitely tell that she wasn't a super older woman but she definitely was up in age when she had that prison fight and she politely fucked both of them up period oh gee if you haven't seen that fight nigga, you better go on youtube camilla vargas prison fight and you'll see exactly what the fuck i'm talking about I'm sorry, I'm cleaning my vagina. I got distracted. Um, any fucking ways, don't worry. I will shower after the tub after I um in this episode. Anyways, Camilla Vargas, um, Teresa Mendoza, even though she didn't really like throw hands, she wasn't really a strong fighter like that but she still had shit in motion you know what i'm saying she still went down in history and i think she's still alive actually like the people who actually watch queen of the south like have seen all the seasons definitely um comment because i haven't seen it i haven't seen it all the way through like the as the last episode i watched was the episode with remy ma what remy ma and um mc light uh next Remy Ma of course cause why I just mentioned her in that episode Remy Ma is a gangsta ass bitch I respect it cause Remy Ma will throw fucking hands and feet on the bitch quick um and niggas anybody acting shifty her and uh Angela Davis is a gangsta ass bitch definitely a gangster um uh regina hill regina regina hill was definitely a gangster ass bitch um started off as a lady of the night you know working for the mob and shit like that she she was with the shits so gotta give a shout out to her um I'm trying to think because I feel like it's people I'm missing. Um, damn. I might have to do a part two because I, I definitely feel like it's people I'm missing. 
Now, just because I admire them doesn't mean that I can actually go out and like doing any of this shit, carrying guns, just putting hands and feet on people for no fucking reason. No, <laughs> I don't take it that far. But I just watch it and be like, yo, that's a badass bitch. She on her shit. But that shit that shit is even though it was real life and all of that but this was mostly played out you know in the times that it was and you know unfortunately some made it some didn't and i'm not trying to spend the rest of my life in fucking prison orange does not work well with my complexion um i don't like the hospitality of fucking jail all that fucking bullshit ass food i i can't do it i can't i can't so seven milli just has to admire i'm not actually trying to live this shit out in the fucking in the fucking nighttime you know like <laughs> no it is it's not that because i know right now we are living in a in a crazy ass time where a person is liable to do any fucking thing but what I do is go to work, go to work again, then carry my black ass home. Now I may stop, give me a sherbet or a slushy, you know, or a big up, some edibles, a three piece from Popeyes. And that mostly concludes my day. Mostly, you know. So, thank you guys for listening to another episode. If there's any recommendations or anything that you want me to speak on, I have no problem doing so. Just comment and let me know. I just wanted to knock this episode out real quick.